0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're going to be reading Jeremiah chapters 26 through 29. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard in front of the temple of the Lord and make an announcement to the people who have come there to worship from all over Judah. "'Give them my entire message. "'Include every word. "'Perhaps they will listen and turn from their evil ways. "'Then I will change my mind about the disaster "'I am ready to pour out on them because of their sins.'" Say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you will not listen to me and obey my word that I have given you, and if you will not listen to my servants, the prophets, for I sent them again and again to warn you, but you would not listen to them, then I will destroy this temple as I destroyed Shiloh, the place where the tabernacle was located. And I will make Jerusalem an object of cursing in every nation on earth. The priests, the prophets, and all the people listened to Jeremiah as he spoke in front of the Lord's temple. But when Jeremiah had finished his message, saying everything the Lord had told him to say, the priests and the prophets and all the people at the temple mobbed him. Kill him, they shouted. What right do you have to prophesy in the Lord's name? That is that this temple will be destroyed like Shiloh. What do you mean saying that Jerusalem will be destroyed and left with no inhabitants and all the people threatened him as he stood in front of the temple? When the officials of Judah heard what was happening, they rushed over from the palace and sat down at the new gate of the temple to hold court. The priests and prophets presented their accusations to the officials and to the and the people. This man should die, they said. You have heard with your own ears what a traitor he is, for he has prophesied against this city. Then Jeremiah spoke to the officials and the people in his own defense. The Lord sent me to prophesy against this temple and this city, he said. The Lord gave me every word that I have spoken. But if you stop your sinning and begin to obey the Lord your God, he will change his mind about this disaster he has announced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me as you think best. But if you kill me, rest assured that you will be killing an innocent man. The responsibility for such a deed will lie on you on this city and on every person living in it. For it is absolutely true that the Lord sent me to speak every word you have heard. Then the officials and the people said to the priests and the prophets, this man does not deserve death. the death sentence, for he has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Then some of the wise old men stood and spoke to all the people assembled there. They said, Remember when Micah of Moresheth prophesied during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah? He told the people of Judah, This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Mount Zion will be plowed like an open field. Jerusalem will be reduced to ruins. A thicket will grow on the heights where the temple now stands. But did King Hezekiah and the people kill him for saying this? No, they turned from their sins and worshipped the Lord. They begged him for mercy. Then the Lord changed his mind about the terrible disaster he had pronounced against them. So we are about to do ourselves great harm. At this time, Uriah, son of Shemahiah from Keroth jerom was also prophesying for the Lord, and he predicted the same terrible disaster against the city and the nations as Jeremiah did. When King Jehoiakim... And the army of officers and the officials heard what he was saying. The king sent someone to kill him. But Uriah did heard about the plan and escaped in fear to Egypt. Then King Jehoiakim sent Eliathan son of Akbar, to Egypt along with several other men to capture Uriah. They took him prisoner and brought him back to King Jehoiakim. The king then killed Uriah with a sword and had him buried in an unmarked grave. Nevertheless, Eliakim, son of Shaphan, stood up for Jeremiah and persuaded the court not to turn him over to the mob to be killed. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord early in the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king Of Judah. This is what the Lord said to me Make a yoke and fasten it to your neck with leather straps, then send messages to the kings of Edom, Moab, Amnon, Tyre, and Sidon through their ambassadors who have come to see King Zedekiah in Jerusalem. Give them this message for their masters. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. With my great strength and powerful arm, I made the earth and all its people and every animal. I can give these things of mine to anyone I choose. Now I will give your country to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, who is my servant. I have put everything, even the wild animals, under his control. All the nations will serve him, his son and his grandson, until his time is up. Then many nations and great kings will conquer and rule over Babylon. So you must submit to Babylon's king and serve him. Put your neck under Babylon's yoke. I will punish any nation that refuses to be his slave, says the Lord. I will send war, famine, and disease upon that nation until Babylon has conquered it. Do not listen to your false prophets, fortune tellers, interpreters of dreams, mediums and sorcerers who say the king of Babylon will not conquer you. They are all liars and their lies will lead you lead to your being driven out of your land. I will drive you out and send you far away to die. But the people Of any nation that submits to the king of Babylon will be allowed to stay in their own country to farm the land as usual. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then I repeated this same message to King Zedekiah of Judah. If you want to live, submit to the yoke of the king of Babylon and his people. Why do you insist on dying, you and your people? Why should you choose war, famine, and disease, which the Lord will bring against every nation that refuses to submit to the Babylon's, to Babylon's king? Do not listen to the false prophets who keep telling you, the king of Babylon will not conquer you. They are liars." This is what the Lord says. I have not sent these prophets. They are telling you lies in my name. So I will drive you from this land. You will all die. You and all these prophets too. Then I spoke to the priests and the people and said, This is what the Lord says. Do not listen to your prophets who claim that soon the gold articles taken from my temple will be returned from Babylon. It is all a lie. Do not listen to them. Surrender to the king of Babylon and you will live Why should this whole city be destroyed? If they really are prophets, speak the Lord's messages. Let them pray to the Lord of heaven's armies. Let them pray that the articles remaining in the Lord's temple and in the king's palace and in the palaces of Jerusalem will not be carried away to Babylon. For the Lord of heaven's armies has spoken about the pillars in front of the temple, the great bronze basin called the sea, the water carts, and all the ceremonial articles. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon left them here when he exiled Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim. King of Judah to Babylon, along with all the other nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says about the precious things still in the temple, in the palace of Judah's king, and in Jerusalem. They will all be carried away to Babylon and will stay there until I send for them, says the Lord. Then I will bring them back to Jerusalem once again. One day, in late summer of that same year, the fourth year of of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, Hananiah, Son of Azor, a prophet from Gibeon, addressed me publicly in the temple while all the priests and people listened. He said, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says I will remove the yoke of the king of Babylon from your necks. Within two years, I will bring back all the temple treasures that King Nebuchadnezzar carried off to Babylon. I will bring back Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and all the other captives that were taken to Babylon. I will surely break the yoke that the king of Babylon has put on your necks. I, the Lord, have spoken. Jeremiah responded to Hanai, Hananiah, as they stood in front of all the priests and the people at the temple. He said, Amen. May your prophecies come true. I hope the Lord does everything you say. I hope he does bring back from Babylon the treasures of this temple and all the captives. But listen now to the solemn words I speak to you in the presence of all the people, the ancient prophets who preceded you. And me spoke against many nations, always warning of war, disaster, and disease. So a prophet who predicts peace must show he is right. Only when his predictions come true can we know that he is really from the Lord. Then Hananiah, the prophet, took the took the yoke off of Jeremiah's neck and broke it into pieces. And Hananiah said again to the crowd that had gathered, This is what the Lord says, Just as this yoke has been broken, within two years I will break the yoke of oppression from all the nations that now subject to the king Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. With that, Jeremiah left the temple area. Soon after this confrontation with Hananiah, the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. Go and tell Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You have broken a wooden yoke, but you have replaced it with a yoke of iron. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says I have put a yoke of iron on the necks of all these nations, forcing them into slavery under King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. I've put everything, even the wild animals, under his control. Then Jeremiah, the prophet, said to Hananiah, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but the people believe your lies. Therefore, this is what the Lord says you must die. Your life will end this very year because that you have rebelled against the Lord. Two months later, the prophet Hananiah died. Jeremiah wrote a letter from Jerusalem to the elders, priests, and prophets, and all the people who had been exiled to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. This was after King Jehoiakim, the queen mother, the court officials, and the other officials of Judah, and all the craftsmen and artisans had been deported from Jerusalem. He sent the, the letter with Elisha, Elisha son of Saphan and Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, when he went to Babylon as King Zedekiah's ambassadors to Nebuchadnezzar. This is what Jeremiah's letter said. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay there. "'Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. "'Marry and have children, then find spouses for them "'so that they may have grandchildren. "'Multiply, do not dwindle away. "'And work for the peace and prosperity of the city "'where I sent you into exile. "'Pray to the Lord for it, "'for its welfare will determine your welfare.'" This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Do not listen to their dreams because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. I will be in Babylon for 70 years. But then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised I will bring you home again for I know the plans I have for you says the Lord they are plans for good and not disaster to give you a hope and a future in those days when you pray I will listen if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you, and I will bring you home again to your own land. You claim that the Lord has raised up prophets for you in Babylon, but this is what the Lord says about the king who sits on David's throne and all those still living here in Jerusalem, your relatives who were not exiled to Babylon. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. I will send war, famine, and disease upon them and make them like bad figs too rotten to eat. Yes, I will pursue them with war, famine, and disease, and I will scatter Scatter them around the world in every nation where I send them. I will make them an object of damnation, damnation, horror, contempt, and mockery. For they refuse to listen to me, though I have spoken to them repeatedly through the prophets I sent, and you. Who are in exile have not listened either, says the Lord. Therefore, listen to this message from the Lord, all you captives there in Babylon. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says about your prophets, Ahab, son of Koaliah, Zedekiah, son of Massaniah, who are telling you lies in my name. I will turn them over to Nebuchadnezzar for execution before your eyes. Their terrible fate will become proverbial so that the Judean exiles will, be, will curse someone by saying, "May the Lord make you like Zedekiah and Ahab who were the whom the king of Babylon burned alive." For these men have done terrible things among my people. They have committed adultery with their neighbor's wives and have lied in my name, saying things I did not command. I am a witness to this. I, the Lord, have spoken. The Lord sent this message to Shemaiah, the Nephilite in Babylon. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. You wrote a letter. "'You wrote a letter on your own authority "'to Zephaniah son of Massaniah, the priest, "'and you sent copies to the other priests "'and the people in Jerusalem. "'You wrote to Zephaniah. "'The Lord has appointed you to replace Jehoiada "'as priest in charge at the house of the Lord. "'You are responsible, responsible to put into stocks and neck irons "'any crazy man who claims to be a prophet.' So why have you done nothing to stop Jeremiah from Hanahoth, who pretends to be a prophet among you? Jeremiah sent a letter here to Babylon predicting that our captivity will be a long one. He said, build homes and plan to stay, plant gardens and eat the food they produce. But when Zephaniah, the priest, has received Shimei's letter, he took it to Jeremiah and read it to him. Then the Lord gave this message to Jeremiah. Send an open letter to all the exiles in Babylon. Tell them, this is what the Lord says concerning Shimei, the Nephilite. Since he has prophesied to you when I did not send him and has tricked you into believing lies, I will punish him and his family. None of his descendants will see the good things I will do for my people, for he has enticed you to rebel against me. I, the Lord, have spoken. There is an interesting passage here in today's reading. That the Lord sends a message to those that were already taken to Babylon into captivity. He says, essentially, live in the land and get used to it. This was going to be a long captivity. A generation would pass before the people would be allowed to come home. And essentially what God is saying is, make the best out of the situation. Live life. I think sometimes we need to hear the same thing. That yes, we may not be living in a captivity in a foreign land, but sometimes because our anticipation is to live forever with the Lord, that we are just going to do nothing other than just buying our time until the lord comes back or until our death i don't see that being the message that we are supposed to to live as Christians yes we are to live a different life yes we are to be a, partic- a peculiar people and yes we are to recognize that our true citizenship is in heaven but that does not mean that we stick our head in the sand and just wait for Jesus to come back we need to live the life we need to live life I believe in doing so We have the best of both worlds. That we have God living with us in this life, here and now, in the present, but we also have an anticipation of the future that is to come. Therefore, I, I see the promise that we have here that God gives through Jeremiah. He says, For I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future And a hope. May that be our anthem of anticipation. That yes, we are going to live here and now the life that God has given us. It will not always be easy, but we are going to live this life to the fullest. In the name of Jesus, glorifying His name. Rather than just staying in our own small community ignoring everything else that is happening waiting for our death or for Jesus to return it doesn't matter if that time is a week from now or another hundred years or more We have a responsibility here and now to live the life that God would have us to live. So we need to get comfortable with it, living life for the Lord alone. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast.